You're listening to Hello Francis, a podcast for curious creatives and nano entrepreneurs who seek knowledge, purpose, and community. Hello Francis is brought to you by the creative firm and solutionist agency, Francis Roy, and is recorded at the Francis Roy office in Valparaiso, Florida. A lineup of guests, friends, and mentors candidly share their diverse wisdom and experience. Never to exceed 30 minutes, this podcast is an easy addition to your playlist of favorites. Let's get started with this week's guest. Hello, you're listening to Hello Francis. I'm your host, Chantel Dedeke, and I'm excited to welcome you to the month of February. This month, we're going to talk about marketing strategies, and specifically with this episode, you and I will spend some time going through a list of just like questions and evaluations that I conduct here at Francis Roy and that we help our clients walk through when they're creating a marketing strategy for the year. It is so critically important that we reevaluate our marketing strategies every six, 12 months, especially since we find and we're finding more often that so much is changing. You know, we're going to talk in this episode a little bit about understanding your audience and their needs, leveraging technology, um, what's changing in content marketing and measuring success. So when evaluating a marketing strategy, what has worked in the past, what hasn't worked, maybe some new strategies that you're going to use for the year, it is always important that you begin with your consumer. And for us, that's the 2024 consumer. You're gonna wanna discuss the demographic changes in your consumer base. So together, explore some of the behaviors that you're noticing have changed. Um, Maybe expectations have evolved from your consumer, especially post-pandemic. And we're still post-pandemic. We're still seeing a bit of impact from that in uh, consumer behavior. If you're trying to modify these behaviors, it's impossible to do so without understanding your current year consumer and how they've changed. Personalization and customer experience continues to be the most most important and most critical piece of any marketing strategy. And it's very difficult to personalize for an undefined consumer. And so we are going to dive in. We're going to think a little bit more about what our consumer needs, what our clients need, and try to understand them better. Their frustrations, other brands that inspire them. I spoke a little bit about this in January when we were talking about branding fundamentals. We move from understanding our consumer and really developing that consumer profile and that client profile into ways that we can incorporate and leverage data and technology in our marketing strategies. There are many new technologies that are shaping marketing strategies across the board, AI, AR, VR, just some of the even new requirements in terms of like privacy and regulation, cybersecurity measures, things of that nature are just shaping marketing in general. And it's more important than ever that we have hard and fast data, try to capture as many insights and analytics as we can so that we can understand our consumer behavior and we can begin to predict trends. You know, it's difficult to forecast in this day and age, but we do the best that we can. And we certainly try to ensure that we're speaking to our consumer in a relevant tone, but one that is also uh, providing a solution for them. And I think that, you know, if we're not also considering our consumer's privacy and any other ethical considerations, when we talk about leveraging data and technology, those things are going hand in hand now. We do know that 
that consumers are very hyper aware of their own personal security. They want to be compliant. They want to ensure that they have a marketing partner that understands compliancy and will help them be the best that they can be in terms of, you know, not being shady and, and weird. I mean, we all get some of those ads sometimes and it just makes us feel a little bit uncomfortable or how did you get this information about me? So there is a bit of a fine line there. It's a personal kind of project of mine. And I think it's because of my involvement in Scotty, the cyber defense company. And I'm reading more articles than ever about privacy and ethical considerations when using consumer data. And we want to make sure too that we're aligning with platforms and programs and softwares that are also practicing healthy and ethical considerations and that they're being respectful and they're being compliant when using consumer data. So huge consideration as we're using and putting into place and maybe even evolving and shifting our marketing strategies. This next one, I think as an agency, we've always done, and it's the reason why we cannot reuse old podcast episodes. And that's because the trends in content marketing and social media are changing so rapidly. It's significance. The significance of content marketing hasn't changed. Content is raining and there's so much out there, but it has changed, you know? Video continues to rise. Podcasts are really rising and and doing better. You know, I think there was a time when podcasts were in a little bit of trouble, and so we're seeing podcasts just become stronger. That audio content becoming a voice of your brand. You know, we, we talk about brand guidelines and specifications, and you know that audio component being a super strong component. And then interactive content as well, which depending on what your industry is, uh, that looks a little bit different across the board, but you know, how easy is it to engage and interact with your content? We see a lot of this in social media and I think a lot of it is fun, uh, story shares and, and that kind of thing. We're constantly examining social media trends, platform shifts, the emergence of new platforms, and even the revisiting of quote unquote older platforms that are maybe innovating or, you know, thinking of, of new purposes. Gone are the days where you have a company and you just have every single social media platform just because, you know, this is beginning to get more targeted. We are no longer on platforms and we don't recommend our clients to be on platforms that are just underutilized for them and not as relevant or important in their industry. So that's really important. Also, there is the opinion of certain platforms. There seems to be a lot of controversy and high opinion about like platforms like TikTok, for example. And we have to sort of approach that with sensitivity, but also strategy. And we have clients where that, you know, TikTok is highly relevant for them and others where it could very well be a waste of time. So that is always interesting. And of course, the integration of content marketing and SEO strategies, websites aren't going anywhere. We're looking for that strength. We're looking for that consistency, those consistent content marketing plans that really put our clients on the map and, you know, have forged super strong relationships between our agency and the clients that we serve. I think this next topic when we talk about marketing strategies is one of my favorites. It's a sustainable and ethical marketing. So I may have talked about this in the past before, but my graduate studies are in sustainable tourism. And, you know, there is a high and, and growing consumer demand for sustainability and ethical business practice. 
practices. It is a core focus for us at Francis Roy. It allows us to, and we really focus on incorporating our core values into our marketing strategies because, you know, it's important that we are who we say we are and we're proud of who we say we are and our clients are in alignment and we are in alignment with them. I would encourage you to explore successful, sustainable and ethical marketing campaigns in your industry. And you know, things that you've seen keep a, you know, I keep a Google sheet of just campaigns that I am impressed by, that make me feel something, that make me feel good, that create loyalty or interest. And I categorize those and I like to revisit them throughout the year. And then I share those ideas with my team, not necessarily the Google sheet itself, but just some of the ideas that really kind of spark interest in me. And we can talk about it and determine if it's relevant for us. The role of influencer in community marketing is constantly evolving. It is an evolving landscape. And influencer marketing continues to have a huge impact on marketing strategies, especially as we move into 2024. It is more important than ever that your brand is building a community around itself and really trying to define that community and figure out who your people are. Thinking about the type of influencer marketing that, you know, isn't so necessarily mainstream, but just really in alignment with your brand specifically not always thinking on this giant follower scale either you know I think that there are some great nano influencers out there that get it and if they get it and the way they get it aligns with your brand can be super strong over and above influencer marketing I love this idea of building a community and you can do that for your brand better than an influencer can you know our friends at rock out did a great 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 job of this they have a wonderful community and their community just gels so well I think it it's incredible to see that kind of unique brand uh, build its own community. And they continue to do a really, really good job with them. For us, one of, gosh, if we just go back, and I think we probably have an episode that is this, but like data or didn't happen, we have to make sure that we are paying attention to the key metrics and the key performance indicators that allow us to track effectiveness. We're not just creating for the intention of creating. It has to perform. Our strategies must be agile and they have to be adaptable. We have to think about our campaigns. I mean, look, I think that's why digital is so appealing because it's flexible. It allows you to adapt. You know, even when we're talking about like billboards, for example, and this kind of rise of the digital billboard, it, there's nothing better than being able to swap that out week in, week out, you know, as opposed to having something that is static. And it's like, wow, if it's just not performing, you're going to have to make that investment again to have it reprinted. It's a large scale print. Not saying that that's not worth it, but digital allows you that agility and adaptability that you're looking for in marketing because, you know, we have clients that do this really well. I think Tracy with Newman Daily Resort Properties, her and Jeannie do this very well, where they, a lot of their campaign is digital and they can pick their strategies based on performance so you know just because a campaign is created doesn't mean it does it has to run if it's not running successfully and pulling that back analyzing the performance data and trying to figure out because especially like in tourism marketing is changing the market specifically is changing so quickly that you know not having a program or a campaign or a strategy that it offers you that agility can kind of lock you in and so I love that I love how they evaluate performance 
performance. They work with our team on strategies. We're responding and kind of like trying to predict the market a bit. We're, you know, working with our destination marketing partners and getting those further insights as much per data as we can. So we can just kind of hit a home run as often as possible. What I love about our agency is that we try so hard to start everything with strategy. Everything from the way our brand shows up in the market, the way that our strategy builds in agility. And we are always trying to understand our clients a little bit better so that we can then, I mean, I want to say that we almost guinea pig. We almost use the agency as a guinea pig in order to help our clients further themselves. It's why our marketing strategy at Francis Roy is so important. We have a heavy content strategy. I think we lead with content. This podcast is certainly an example of that is a long form content that we sort of kind of base our consistency around. It gives us a reason to show up. It also gives us a platform to like leverage, create, dissect, you know, do all of these like really cool things with our brand. If we did not have a strategy at Francis Roy, I think it would be nearly impossible for us to demonstrate our ability to create strategies for our clients. Our strategy is worth taking the time, investing the time, designing, creating, analyzing, reevaluating, pivoting when we need to because it keeps us kind of fresh. It keeps us in the game. You know, it allows us to be relevant to our clients. And I, I want to make sure that we always take the time to do that. Sometimes we can get a little behind because the client work gets prioritized, but we as an agency must have a beautiful website. We must have a platform for long-term content. We must have a social media strategy. We should have an email campaign or email um, marketing kind of strategy. If you are listening to this podcast and you don't receive our email newsletter, please email me Chantel at FrancisRoy.com and we'll make sure that you do. It's consistent. Our team is dedicated to the consistency and it allows us to stay ahead. And I think it's what we all want. We know that this time that we live in is rapidly evolving, especially when we think about the digital marketing landscape. We must be holistic. We must be flexible and we must be strategic. I don't often ask for your business. I don't often ask for the opportunity, but it is a good reminder that we can do these things for our listeners. We have four quarter, four categories here at Francis Roy. It's strategy, digital, design, and media. We are fluent in all four of those strategies, but we are hyperactive in our quest for learning and we are eager students in each of those strategies as well. I hope that we have given you something to think about here. You know, please do subscribe to the Hello Francis podcast. You'd be amazed at how many listeners we have that don't subscribe. It's just that extra click. I don't know extra clicks these days are giant pains in the ass, but you know, please subscribe. Also share this podcast maybe with someone that they can benefit from. That would be fantastic. And engage with us on social 
social media. We love it when you guys do that. We have so much fun and we love just kind of learning from you as well. If I haven't said it a million times, I'm so willing to say it one more, a million and one times. Thank you again for voting the Hello Francis podcast. All of you Scarlet Magazine listeners, you were so generous and voted me the podcast host for this year in the Woman of the Year Awards, the Wodies. It was so exciting, but there's so many talented people behind the Hello Francis podcast, and we're super dedicated to bringing you information and education, but then also learning from you as well. So next week, not next week, two weeks, we're going to talk about seasonal marketing a little bit and why that's important, why it's a critical piece of your strategic planning and why you must work in a refresh on a seasonal basis instead of setting and forgetting your marketing strategy. So I hope this was super helpful. I love this topic, obviously. Whenever I listen to these podcasts, which by the way, is not very often because I hate the sound of my voice, but I do have a different tone when I'm talking about brand and marketing because this is my craft. I love it. I love the way it changes, sometimes on a weekly, sometimes on a daily basis. And we love the challenge here at Francis Roy. And for all of our clients that are listening, thank you for allowing us and inviting us in to your personal challenges and your business challenges. We so, so enjoy them. And I will be back on the pod. And we're going to be talking about marketing strategies part two in the month of February. I also want to end this episode with a little shout out of love to my husband. He and I are celebrating 26 years married tomorrow, 27 years together. It's such a big year for us in the month of love, if you will. But then also Lunar New Year on Sunday the 10th, which I don't think this will actually air until after that. But you know, February from February the 7th to the 14th is like some of my favorite days. It's like my anniversary is the 7th and then Lunar New Year and then Valentine's Day. So as we enter into the year of the wood dragon, if you will, we are renewed, we are refreshed, we are learning, and we are building the biggest and the best marketing strategies that we can. I'll talk to you guys soon.